new insights into how cancer cells gain the deadly power to grow uncontrollably. Up next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Dr. Jared Rutter, professor of biochemistry at the University of Utah. Dr. Rutter, you've published a report in Molecular Cell describing what could be a key change that takes place in cancer cells that gives them an advantage over the normal cells in the body. I think what's fascinating about your discovery is that it relates to a hypothesis that was posed early last century. First of all, can you explain what this hypothesis is, the Warburg effect? Dr. Uh, Warburg uh, discovered that cancer cells um, do a different kind of metabolism than normal cells. That fundamental observation has been borne out repeatedly in the years since and now has become a very active area of research, um, both in, in discovery-based research in academia as well as um, more applied research going on in companies trying to treat cancer. The question will be whether that can now be exploited and, and in treatment. You can tell me if I have this right. In a normal cell sugars or carbohydrates eventually go down a pathway uh, where the cell's powerhouse, mitochondria, makes energy. But in cancer cells, it's different. What, what happens in cancer cells? So cancer cells um, go through about half of that pathway. They take the carbohydrates about halfway through that pathway, but they don't um, take the carbohydrate into the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. Um, they do other things with it. And specifically, they use that carbohydrate to create the building blocks that will enable them to make a new cell. So obviously, cancer is a disease of overgrowth, of cells dividing and duplicating themselves more rapidly than they should. And that's what creates a tumor or what creates the cancer. I think your work really argues that um, there's a protein called MPC1 that is a key component of this shift um, in metabolism. What is MPC1? The MPC1 and MPC2 together make up a, a protein complex that enables carbohydrates in the form of a specific molecule called pyruvate to enter the mitochondria, again, the powerhouse of the cell, and enable the mitochondria to then take that pyruvate and use it to generate energy. And what happens to this protein in, in cancer cells? We've shown that um, in a large number of cancers, most prevalently in ovarian cancer, that the part of the genome the, that encodes this protein is just lost. It's lost from the genome, and, mm -hmm. and therefore the gene is not expressed, the protein isn't made, and this, this, um, this MPC protein complex is just never formed. So what we did next was pretty simple, and that is the hypothesis is that it being lost is actually important then what if we put it back in and force the cancer cells to make this protein? And what happens is they lose their ability to behave like cancer cells. Their metabolism reverts from the way that most cancer cells do metabolism to, to be a much more normal type of metabolism. And they lose the ability to um, form tumors in um, different situations. And so... Wow, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So, so you saw that effect both... In, in a dish, but also in the context of a, an animal too, correct? That's right. So, yeah, exactly. We saw it in a dish. And then the gold standard for this type of experiment is to put tumor cells, cancer cells, into a mouse and ask whether they can form tumors. And what we found is that the cells that had 
this protein, this MPC protein put back in were quite dramatically impaired in their ability to form tumors in mice and, and how fast those tumors grew. What kind of difference are we talking about? I mean, is it there's a tumor compared to there's no tumor or is it a difference in size or the number of tumors that form? Or Yeah, that's a good question. I would say the way that the experiment was done, it really wasn't done in such a way that we could see a tumor versus no tumor. So what was done is to inject about 100,000 cells into the flank of a mouse and then so that you already have a fairly large number of cells there and then look at the the ability of those cells to grow form a tumor and how big that tumor becomes but always they grew slower when this mpc protein was put back in but when when you're talking about the progression of cancer where do you think metabolism fits in the scheme of things do you think it it might be one of the early changes that must take place in order for a cell to become invasive for example or yeah we do we do we actually know that in some cases that um there are certainly many cancers where one of the early steps is uh to manipulate the metabolic profile of those cells and what are you most excited about going forward well, I think there are a few different things that I would say we're most excited about. I would say first is just trying to understand what is the cause of the failure of the cancer phenomenon when when we force cancer cells to make that protein. We just really don't understand it, and, and whatever the answer is, it will, it will be interesting. And then the second, like we've talked about, is to try and understand how to exploit this observation to make a difference in the context of the treatment or diagnosis of cancer. And we have some ideas that I think are quite good as to how to try and translate that into um, direct clinical application. Interesting. Informative and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.